0: It's beginning to look a lot like Kitmas, whatever your tea may be. But the prettiest sight to see is the shirt that will be under your own Christmas tree. Welcome to Think It's All Over The Football Shirt Show. It's episode 90 of They Think It's All Over the Football Shirt Show. And it's the most wonderful time of the year. So we've got a Christmas special show for you. I'm Adrian Football Shirtalia. Last Christmas I gave him my heart and the very next day he gave it away. It's Mike at Footy Shirts. How are you, Mike?
1: I'm <laughs> <Not> better <bad> now.
0: <laughs> Stepping into Christmas, we have got Tom at Shirt Van. Hello, Merry Christmas. And he wishes it could be Christmas every day. We have got Adam at this one kit.
2: Hello, yes, Merry Christmas,
0: Happy New Year. And I could be wrong, but it looks like he's driving home for Christmas. We've got Scott
3: at Flying Scotty.
4: Hello. I genuinely thought that was the Grinch.
3: I was tempted to say fuck off, but he didn't say the Grinch, so I went with hello. <laughs> uh,
0: God rest you, merry gentlemen. Before we get on the show, I did mention Christmas movies. It's a Christmas special, so one Christmas movie each. What is your favourite Christmas movie?
4: I've already mentioned it, but easily The Grinch. Jim Carrey at his absolute ridiculous best. So good. I watch it every year. It's the only one every year I
3: watch.
1: My wife will be really unhappy that I didn't say The Polar Express, um, but for me, it's Alf. Easy. The absolute clear winner.
3: Home Alone for me. Every I watch it every year. Yeah, I love it. I'm
0: with you, Scott. I'm with you. I do love
2: Home Alone. Also love Die Hard. It is a Christmas film. But I'm going to go with It's a Wonderful Life.
3: Oh, nice. Classic. Never watched it. I oh, really? It's,
2: it's genuinely very, very good. It's a very yeah. heartwarming film.
4: I've got a niche recommendation for you. It was on Netflix, and it's Klaus. K L A U
0: S. The cartoony one. Well, I think it Ca- won Oscars or something, didn't it? Beautiful film. Definitely a tearjerker, but yeah. really good. If anybody's got Amazon... Do not fucking watch Candy Cane Lane this year, which that is our Christmas special. <laughs> oh my god! It's one of them films that you, we watched. We were watching it whilst we're doing something. Got realised it was shit, but you're like an hour in, and you're like, well, might as well see where this is gonna go. And it just it got worse. We should after the hour, we should still turned off.
3: And do not watch Genie on Sky Movies. Another Christmas fucking rotten. I oh, didn't. We watched that. I didn't mind that. Maybe because you watched the Candyland one, but
0: Yeah, you're right. Actually that would have made absolutely every movie look good. Mike, you look like a cultured man though, you probably you could rattle off a few Christmas films that you sit down and watch.
1: Genuinely my missus is like massively into Christmas. So we have already watched both Home Alones this year, but thing is I got a five and a six year old. So they're getting to see all these things for the first time. And my little boy wasn't he wasn't really paying attention to Home Alone until Kevin started to fuck bad guys up. And then all of a sudden it was hilarious. And then, yeah, he's like looking at me going, he's booby-trapping, isn't he? And I'm like, yeah, he is. And I'm a bit scared I'm going to find the house booby-trapped over the next couple of weeks, to be honest.
4: I've got a question for you. Adam's already mentioned Die Hard. He said it is a Christmas film. What is The Nightmare Before Christmas? Is that a Halloween film or a Christmas film?
3: Well, it's both, isn't it? Because it's they live in... It's two different lands. One of them's Halloween and one of them's Christmas. So I think it works for both.
4: You can't sit on the fence, Scott. We need an answer. No,
3: but li- it literally is, though, because they go to both worlds, doing they? they go to Christmas world and he lives in Halloween world. I would say the most
0: famous song in that is This is Halloween, This is Halloween. So I'd go on the side of the fence of saying it's Halloween film.
2: I think if you've got to pick one, I would go Halloween. But I also agree with Scott that... You could watch it whenever you wanted to and lay claim to it being relevant to that time of year.
1: Again, my missus watches that about 12 times a year, not not solely at Halloween or Christmas. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it is. A
3: bit like Chelsea season could go either way. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, 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 that's definitely a Halloween movie, Scott.
0: <laughs> Excellent, gents. Excellent. But uh, let's move on to some news. Anyone got any news this week?
3: Uh, There's not many new releases, but there is, I think we have to talk about the, in my opinion, the massively underwhelming Messi shirts auction.
0: Wouldn't you tell us an overview of what this auction was for those that haven't seen it?
3: So it was in collab with AC Memento. uh, Messi's, I believe it was six first half shirts from Messi's six World Cup games. So including the World Cup final, uh, went on auction and fetched a measly £7.8 for six shirts of what many claim to be the greatest ever football player in history, not currently.
4: Well, I know you say it was underwhelming, Scott, but it was still quite a lot of money. And if you think about it, if Colt Kitts had been running it, it would have been double the amount.
1: But weren't they hoping for, like, some fucking record figure? Of, of I mean, I don't even know how much I got, something like £10 million in my head, but th- they were hoping that this was going to literally break world records, weren't
3: they? Yeah, so they, they thought that it was going to beat the record for the most expensive sports jersey ever sold. But where I disagree with that world record-breaking fee is that it was six jerseys. So a lot of the, the statistical... Journalists and uh, have put it in the top five because it technically it is the if you use the figure alone then it's the third most sold jersey in history, but it's six of them. So if you, I mean, I wonder if it would have fetched the same if it had been the World Cup final shirt only. But if you, you know, it's it's one point three million a shirt. If 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 we're going to be mathematically correct, which is not a lot of money considering. So the top five, Babe Ruth was number five at 5.64 million. Kobe Bryant, from his MVP season 2007-2008, was 5.8 million. Then number three, as we've discussed, is the Messi shirts. Number two, everybody, does everybody remember who number two is? Same sport, same country? Diego. So Maradona has fetched more than the GOAT at 9.28 million and my personal GOAT of all sports of all time is still the record holder which is Michael Jordan from say from the last dance season his jersey fetched almost 10.1 million so if you think about 1.3 million a shirt you know he's it's miles off absolutely miles off
4: I mean, the value was definitely in that final shirt, wasn't it? You could probably argue that the final shirt was value, you know, it was probably deemed around like 5 million and then the other five made up the rest because that will be the centrepiece for anyone buying that collection. I, I do wonder, do you think maybe the value of these is lessened by the fact that we know these top-level professional footballers and Messi in particular have so many match-issued shirts? Whereas some of those you mentioned, they are legitimately one-offs. That is only one of those shirts. Where Messi will have, as we as we found out from um, Matty Cash, will have over a hundred shirts issued to him at a game for big tournaments. So, do you think that impacts the the total value?
3: That I definitely think it does. But you have to remember that he only wears two, so he wears a first half and a second half shirt. So even there's even though there's matched prep shirts out there, these were, according to the auctioneers, actually match words. So they're one of two per game. Yeah, and I think that might cash one. Was that a stadium
0: shirt from memory as well? It wasn't an authentic It, it game, was, yeah. It? He was
4: gifted a shirt from Messi, but it wasn't it was a, a replica version, not a not a player spec one. But at the time that was still quite rare. You couldn't get a two-star Argentina
3: shirt, as so it's still pride of place. The problem is, any time you mention Messi, somebody will mention Ronaldo. Or any time you, you know, when you speak about these these sports personalities, when people have huge opinions on them, you're going to get fucking morons coming out of the woodwork and coming out with wild statements that have zero basis. So, for example, somebody had, had commented that, you know, in 30 years' time, then these shirts will be more expensive yada 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 but everybody knows who Messi is the the day you know we we now live in this different era where everybody knows how much things are worth and what is collectible and for it for somebody to bid such a small amount considering so if it's going to triple in 30 years why would people not pay more for it now if that's where the value is going to go
1: see i i think i i probably disagree with you on it i think there is something in the idea that in 30 years if, if those shirts would have come out of the woodwork in 30 years time i'd be willing to bet they would have gone for a fucking hell of a lot more it, like, in, inflation sort of like taken into account i mean for example the the diego maradona show obviously everybody knows where that one was sat for many 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 years but it was seen as sort of like unattainable as well that i think the the fact that these are have gone for what we're we're talking about. Obviously, it's a fucking lot of money, but we're talking about it as not very much. It's be, I think it's purely because it, at the at the moment, right now, because it's so fresh and and it's so new, it feels like they're attainable. Especially when you bear in mind that those shirts were almost I'm not I can't remember why they weren't, but almost sold to the highest bidder through the Memento app. So they could have gone for even less than that by a long way.
2: Yeah, basically, I completely agree with you, Mike. I think part of it is just that it's almost too soon to do an auction like this. And it just feels like I know it's just over a year since the World Cup final. And I think a lot of people feel like it was the greatest World Cup final there's ever been. It was an incredible game, but it doesn't have that mystique of having like a shirt that was, as you say, Mike, unobtainable for like 30 odd years or however long it was. There's so many shirts out there like he wore like one in each half so that kind of cheapens it a little bit. I mean it's still again as you say a lot of money but they did feel obtainable I think so that almost yeah almost cheapened them in a little way I think.
3: But do we not do we not live in this crystal ball era now? So everybody you know when that Maradona shirt sold everybody knew what the crack was as you said these unattainable shirts. So here you have the supposed greatest footballer of all time that has achieved his greatest achievement, that has cemented his status. Here's a fucking shirt he wore in the final whilst winning that game. And it's up for grabs. So yeah, it doesn't have the rarity of being unattainable, but we know where these shirts go. We know what price to get to. Why were people not going in and going, I'm going to fucking get it now while it's obtainable?
4: I do think I agree with Adam. I think nostalgia plays a huge part. I, I mean, that Maradona shirt, for example, was sold 30 years, 40 years after the event. I th- I couldn't tell you when the other shirts were sold or how long after they were sold from when they were used. But that definitely impacts how people view an item and how much they'll be prepared to pay for it. And I just think, yeah, these are still the current shirts that World Cup was a year ago. I I don't think there has been enough time passed to build up this, that nostalgia towards them, which drives the price up so high.
1: Honestly, if I'm if I'm being honest, I how much did you say that that Diego Maradona one went for, Scott? You had the numbers there, didn't you? As you went through, yeah, it, it
3: was nine nine point uh, eight one, I believe, and nine I, point
1: two eight. And my honest view on this, if that would have been auctioned one year after when he wore it, it would not have gone for that sort of money again, bearing inflation in mind at the at the time. I just I just don't I I just don't think it would. I think that part of it is the fact that we're twenty thirty years on from that. Uh, With the messy ones, for example, in 20, 30 years' time, if those have just simply been swapped with other players, one of them would have disappeared, and we only knew where that one shirt was, all of a sudden that is so much more valuable than it is right now, a year on.
2: I think when we look back in history, we'll look back at the World Cup final in Qatar. Being in Qatar aside, as a spectacle, was incredible. But just that amount of time hasn't quite passed for us to say this is like the best game i've ever seen in my life bar none i don't know do, do you know what i mean it's just it, it just yeah, feels like yeah. it needs that little bit of time to kind of cement itself and then yeah
3: i i completely agree with you and I, and i know where you're coming from but i i was just surprised that with all the evidence that we have now and how things go you mean i mean look he's on he's only the well he's the first ever mbappe is the first ever player to score a hat trick where all three balls cross the line, right? How many you know, there's been World Cups since nineteen thirty since nineteen thirty and nobody's ever done that again. So do you think do you think in thirty years Messi won't be looked on as kindly as he is now? Now nobody can nobody can guarantee that, but the chances of what he's achieved and the records he's broken and how long they were held before he's broken them, I'm just surprised nobody took a punt and went, do you know what? I'm gonna get these shirts, no matter what, because they're gonna be valuable i just f- I was just quite surprised at how low they were that that's all.
0: Time will tell. Join us back for episode 1342, if they think it's all over, uh, where the second auction takes place. and We can review that. But uh, I think probably the biggest issue was that they've done the auction just before Christmas and everybody's out doing their Christmas shopping. It feels a little bit selfish buying the shirts. And Scott, just so you know, the rule in 1966 was the majority of the ball had to cross a line, not all of the ball. So uh, I think you'll find that uh, all was good and uh, we deserve that star.
3: I'll tell you what as well, if I'm right in 30 years, we'll be fucking coming back here to record it so I can say I was fucking right.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way.
3: Do, 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 do. Remember, children, a football shirt is for life, not just for Christmas. So head on down to Granny's football shirt store and buy yourself a nice group shirt, any time of the year with over 900 shirts to browse through. You're welcome.
2: That was both threatening and sexy. I don't know how to <laughs> feel about that.
1: Why is that was... everything you say so fucking threatening?
2: I
4: don't know. That <laughs> like was the-, the sexiest thing this podcast has ever seen.
1: Like, I, I don't know if, like... I don't know if you guys heard, but I, I saw that, that Tom from Granny's put that he'd had, you know, a really, really good month in his first month of sponsoring this podcast, Mayad. I, I genuinely think that's because people are shit scared of Scott, so they're just going and buying <laughs> a shirt every time they listen to the podcast for fear of him turning up at their house. I
4: mean that was like prime valvenus, that eyebrow raise he gave us there. I could picture him <laughs> in a towel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do 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 Right, guys, should we move on and have some Christmas festivities? Yes. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Christmas. Let's go. Yeah. 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 It's Christmas. Christmas. Good. Right. What we're going to do is we are going to have a little bit of fun. How do you guys feel about trying to put together a Christmas 1-11 to football team?
2: Well, I feel good about it because I've got full team manager... Team name and substitutes. I don't know if anyone else can say they've done as much research into this or have as much spare time as me. Seemingly,
3: <laughs> I one hundred percent have not, but I do have a few that I could add.
1: I feel like I've got one ace up my sleeve, and I think I've got a few a few good ones to throw in. I don't have a one to eleven because I'm not a teacher's pet, but I've got a few to throw
0: in. Okay, this is going to be fun. Then, so we're going to go from the team through the team. We're going to goalkeeper up to the front line. I'm going to get your suggestions and I'm going to be the manager. Well, not going to be the manager because we'll come up with a manager, but I'm going to decide from your suggestions, who makes the team. So first of all, we need a team name. I see. Do you know what? I hadn't
1: thought about team name. I've been so focused
2: (laughs) on players and managers. Okay. So for team name, I've got silent night and and snow Valbian. (laughs) 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 Sorry.
4: I was about to say mine are all going to be horrific, squeezed in puns, and then you've come out with that.
2: <laughs> yeah, start as I mean to go on; it's only going to get worse.
3: But I was just going to say I stupidly didn't go for puns. I tried to find like real Christmas names without adding <laughs> any puns in.
4: So my team name option is Az Elfmar.
1: Oh, I like that. That's, 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 that's good. See, the only thing I could add to this is, a bit like Scott, is a real one. Is FC Santa Claus from Finland. That's, that's as good as it gets, really, but that's two on the nose, isn't it?
0: OK, Scott, so are we going to go with Silent Snyton and Snow Albion, FC Santa Claus or Elf Zed Alkmar? <laughs> so I have to choose. I'll let choose. choose. My one there.
3: Is my, mike, is yeah yeah
4: that was real?
2: completely wrong so say that oh what was yours for? elf what did you say elf,
0: elf Alkmaar. Alkma. <laughs> what, what was yours a z elfmar oh, I like my one, okay, or a z or what Z Elfmar A-Z elf. <laughs> or elf Z <Zed> Al <laughs> or a z Alfmar what are we gonna go with,
3: mike is your team a real football team it is yeah Mike wins
0: Sorry Adam I mean, I'm mean, i sure you'll get I'm sure you'll get there in the end but we're going to go with finish fourth tier side FC Santa Claus You know
1: why he's chosen that don't you? It's because it's much much easier to say than the other two for this whole episode <laughs> Took
3: 87 um, times to get Tom's I, I wasn't repeating
0: that I'm still not entirely sure what it is uh, Okay We need a goalkeeper Come on Who has got a sh- the first suggestion for a shot stopper?
2: i got one Slay given. Okay, I've gone for a turkey-related one. Bruce gobble gobble gobbler. <laughs>
4: Give him the spot. No one's beating that. <laughs>
0: Come on, Tom. You must have something up your uh, up your stocking. Mm-hmm. David the Slayer. David DeSlayer. That's that's not like uh, that. It
1: kinda of makes him sound like some sort of serial killer like David DeSlayer.
2: <laughs> or like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's like yeah. David DeSlayer, the, the, the uh <laughs> the Spanish version.
0: The Spanish no, no version anything
3: at the
0: moment. Scott, have you got one?
3: What about Van Der Star? Van der Star
0: Hang on a yeah, minute, I, mean, I thought been... you weren't
4: doing puns.
3: Well I w I wasn't, but that because I did see Slay Given as well, but I thought we were doing real names, so <laughs> that's the only one I can remember from the pun list.
1: I, I've got a list. I've got a list of silly ones and a list of very serious ones.
3: <laughs>
0: if you wanted a real one, Scott, you could have gone for Roy Carroll.
3: Oh, that's very true, but I have a different Carroll in a different position.
0: Okay, okay. I think we are going to go with our goalkeeper as Bruce Grobble, Gobble 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 Bruce gobble, gobble, gobble. I concur. Unanimous, unanimous. Right, let's throw uh, throw some
1: defenders at me then. Zat, Knight? Yeah, I've got Zat, Silent Knight written down.
3: Yeah, see, I took the silent out. I figured it was implied enough to it. We
1: We've also got Gabriel. took me a second, but yeah, I get
2: it. See, again, I feel like I've taken this too seriously because I've gone right back, centre backs and left back as well. I haven't just gone defenders. (laughs) I've gone specific positions
0: for everyone. Adam, there's
1: no prize for this.
0: I don't care. I I take things very seriously. Um, Throw them so all you... out there and we'll we'll pick a team. But hang on, we've got two centre-backs. What have we got? We've got Zach, Zach Silent Knight and what was the other, the other name we had so far? Uh, I said uh, Gabriel, who's a centre-back, yeah. Gabriel's a centre-back. So let's stay on centre-backs. Adam, give us your centre-backs.
2: Well, I've gone for a partnership of Mark Fish, you John Terry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>
4: We should just pick Adam's team. I think, <laughs> do you know what? No,
1: he's got to read them all out, no matter what. Yeah.
4: He's showing us <laughs> up.
1: <laughs> um, I, I do have another centre-back, by the way. It is part of a trio, because we've got the three kings and the first one's Ledley. Oh, I like that. And the three kings can make up the spine of the team. I will just put that forward as
0: well. Do we have any backers for manger Vidic?
2: It's alright, I like that uh, Can I go with my right back and left back Just to, just to go do. for it So I've not just gone Christmas I've also gone New Year I've got Trent Alexander-Arnold Lang Syne <laughs> And uh, left back Justin Sleddenborough.
4: My left back was Slayton Baines
0: oh. I had Ashley Cole How's that a Christmas one? You get cold if you're naughty, don't you?
2: Yeah oh. Tom obviously was never ever <laughs> naughty Not me <laughs> Angel <laughs> child,
0: come on then, Adi. What's the back 4 We're just going to go with Adams back four. So, Adam, do you want to just read out your back four for me again?
2: Okay, so I, I think that the, the the right back isn't so strong. So, if anyone comes with a right back, but because I yeah I said Trent Alexander Arnold Langsine, but yeah the centre back pairing is Mark you John Terry Christmas, and then left back is Justin Sleddenborough. I've just thought of a right back option.
4: If we need another one. Branislav a Merry Christmas. <laughs> say that again, for Sounds me. Sounds like you
3: sneezed and when you were
0: trying to say, it. I wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Branislav a <Vichua>, Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'm gonna try and sum this up so far, and I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a change as Adam suggested. He wasn't happy he was right back so I've got a late entry at right back for it. So so far in goal, we've got Bruce Gobble Gobble Gobbler. At left-back, we're going to go with, just so I have to try and say it, Branislav Ivanovic, you a Merry Christmas. At right-back, we're going to go with Jesus Navas, played right-back at the end of his career. Got to get Jesus, Jesus in there. And we've got sent back a centre-back pairing of Mark Fish, you John Terry... Do you have to say that, Adam?
2: Mark Fish, you John Terry Christmas.
0: Yeah, it doesn't work
2: unless you sing it, does it? I don't know. Does it work? <laughs> Adam's gone so extra on this It's insane
0: <laughs> Scott, humor me, try and say it
1: oh, wait. <laughs> He looked genuinely scared
3: then <laughs> I'm not even sure I know what the first three words he's saying are
2: I know the English accent is hard for you to understand but <laughs> Mark Fish, you John Terry Christmas
3: Mark Fish, you John Terry
0: Christmas I nailed it well, Adam, I mean, you've gone into detail here. So what are we doing? Are we going for a four-three-three here or? Um, what, I've what, gone 4 what 4, two. four, four two, okay four, four, two. We'll, we'll stick with 4 4 two. So why don't you give us your, um, your your four across the midfield?
2: OK, so on the left wing, I've got Mark, leftover Mars, because you have leftovers, centre mid pairing of Paul mince pie, and apologies for this, Sausage meat ma, ha, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <my God. laughs> oh Compose yourself. And on the right wing, I've got Rule Foxing Day.
0: Oh, I like that one. <laughs> I like that one. That's the lineup to have... be. Anybody got any uh any alternatives to suggest?
4: In the in Scott's vein
0: of thinking,
4: I had a legitimate name without alterations. The Jamaican midfielder Rudolph Austin.
1: I had a few, including uh, everyone's favourite Hungarian midfielder, who's Gugeli Rudolf. Uh, the second of the three kings, Andy, would be in the middle. Uh, I did have Ryan Bauble as well, former <laughs> Liverpool winger. Uh, and my favourite was uh, Paul Merson.
4: Oh, that's a good one. I've just thought of another one.
1: Dominic Slobber, sleigh bells ring. Are oh, you
3: listening? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't cope with this. Say that. I had uh... that.
3: I had a really boring, legit four-man midfield. Uh, Jesus Navas, but then you put him a right back. Centre midfield pairing of Dennis Wise and Santi Cazorla, And the left wing of Angel Di Maria. Very boring. Good.
1: Okay,
2: okay. Oh, well, I've but... I got Fabian Alf as well, by the way. I've got a few of my subs bench that didn't quite make the cut, but I feel like I need to say them.
0: I feel like they may be improvements from what we've had so far, so go um, for it.
2: So, first of all, you've got Naby Keita. His nickname was um, Naby Lad at Liverpool, so I've got Feliz Naby Lad, um, Wayne Sproutledge, and Christmas Eve and Gerard.
0: I like Wayne Sproutledge, but I, I prefer Rule Foxing Day, so I don't think he can get in at the right. Um, a couple of alternatives I've got as well. How about Deco Rations? Oh, that's good or Alexi McAllister's brother playing over in Belgium, Kevin McAllister? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a good
1: one.
3: <laughs> He's I got, no, I got one sure. more
1: midfielder to throw into the mix, actually. Do you guys remember that there was a, a player, I can't. I, th- I think he might have played for Wigan at one point, is Kiki Musampa. Did you know that his nickname was actually Chris, and they called him Chris Musampa? <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's a good one, too. Where Where did Noel Hunt play? Wasn't he a Leeds player? Was he a midfielder? Reading,
0: wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, winger winger
3: or forward, wasn't he? I think. Yeah, because you could call him Noel Hunt, I suppose.
0: My favourite
1: part of that is the fact that you thought you needed to explain that to us, Scott. Noel.
3: Well.
1: <laughs> oh, Noel. <laughs> oh. We have, some,
3: we have some foreign listeners. In my
1: room, I was just going to say for everybody listening, that's how bright Scott thinks you all are.
0: Right, so breaking news though, um, Kevin McAllister. Uh, who was left home alone is actually a full-back or centre back, so can't include him in the midfield lineup. But do we do we want to swap him for Jesus Navas or yes, um, Branislav Ivanovic? Yes, you know, definitely. Definitely.
3: definitely. Yeah.
0: Okay. So should we take out? So I don't have to say it again. Tom's uh, Ivanovic um, <laughs> yeah. suggestion. I've noticed
4: Dominic's Alberts so was ring. Are you listening? Hasn't come up again. I, I could not even say it at that time. <laughs> when you, if I could say it, it I'd be tempted Slyber. to have it in there.
2: Surely Snobozlai is just an easier way of saying it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but we try trying go extra. We've
2: got to go extra about yours. I don't think Mark Overmarsh
4: should be in there because there's no leftovers in my house at Christmas.
0: We haven't got any other left-sided players, though, and I am tempted by the originality of that. We've we got been. Ryan Borbo. I've, I've seen, seen that left left done.
2: Wing, didn't he? I actually did have that on my list. That was one that my wife came up with, and she was so excited. She's like Ryan Bauble, Ryan Bauble. <laughs> Come on, you gotta let you gotta let Adam's wife put one in there.
4: <laughs> there was a player that played for Bristol Rovers called Rob Trees, so you could say Treeslits. Rob Treeslits.
0: Right, we are going to go with our wings of Rule Foxing Day and Ryan Bauble, and in the middle we are going to go with Paul Merson and. Sausage meat Mahaman, just because it's just <laughs> so mental uh, that I think we we have to go with that as on midfield too. So that leaves the star an angel on top of our Christmas tree, the two centre forwards. Tom, you're deep in thought. Throw us your, uh, your star, man.
2: So
4: I have a double whammy in one. Gifton, Noel Williams. No, that's
0: rubbish. Strong. wrong.
3: <laughs> Let me get my boring two out the way. I had <laughs> Gabriel... Jesus, and Andy Carroll. <laughs> That's a double whammy, Gabriel Jesus. They're just not very fun because they're real memes.
1: <laughs> Before Adam comes in and wipes the floor with all of us, I've just got, I got a few. So I've got Jason Yule, Denver Bar Humbug, and it would have been the last of the three kings, Josh, but you lot haven't put the other two in, so there's not fucking any point in putting him in now, is there?
2: <laughs> Maybe you could have said Sledley King, and then that would have got him in, in the... Oh. As, like, a double whammy of couldn't have broken years.
0: up your back to your partnership, though, could Adam? Yeah, true.
2: Okay, so up front, I went for Danny Christmas Puddings and Missile Tony Yaboa.
0: <laughs>
2: they both took me a fucking
0: second. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about some of those. I...
2: Or Holly Watkins was another one I came up with.
0: Well, oh, I like that. I like
1: that one as oh, well. But a... also, we've got to have the main man, Tony Christmas, in there, haven't we? Antonio Di Natale.
0: Oh, so yeah. That... There oh. we go. So we're going to go with the man himself, who is called Christmas. We'll go with Antonio Di Natale as our, our first centre forward. And because of the originality of the double name of it, we're going to go with Gifton Noel Williams, Tom, for you. And, and I used to sign him on Championship Manager. So uh, he, was, he was a great player if you got him young from Watford.
4: Another shout for maybe Lionel Messi to uh, portray the state of everyone's toilets on Boxing Day.
1: <laughs> I think you're speaking for yourself there, anyway. Tom. <laughs> maybe you should leave
0: some of those leftovers, Tom, and then uh, you wouldn't have have those issues. Do we have? So we got we got a one to eleven. Before I cap it off, do we have any managers who's going to lead this team? Russell Slade for the Belgians.
1: Oh. It's got to be Ho Ho Jose Mourinho.
2: I am went with Christian grossed potatoes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That would just be a Sunday lunch 11, wouldn't it?
2: You'd still have it on. You have roast potatoes with your Christmas dinner. So, yeah, Christian gross potatoes.
0: How about a bit of Dick Abacal? Oh, yeah, that's quite a good one.
2: (laughs) I suddenly thought the pun was
4: on Dick, not (laughs) (laughs) Abacal.
0: We don't joke about dicks in this group. Um, Or we've got Steve Spruce. But based on those, I think we're going to go again because it's a double answer. We'll go with Brussels Slade, I think. I like that. To recap, you've done well here, gents. We have got FC Santa Claus led by Brussels Slade. Our goalkeeper, Bruce Grobble, Gobble, 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 Gobble. We've got full backs of Jesus Navas and Kevin McAllister. Our two centre backs are. Mark Fish you John Terry Christmas across the uh, across the midfield on the right we've got Rule Foxing Day, and on the left we've got Ryan Bauble. in the middle we've got Paul Merson alongside sausage Meat ma Haman, and up top we have Gifton Noel Williams joined by Antonio Di Natale. I think that's a decent team on paper gents A late shout for Marion Parsnips. Oh,
1: how have you brought that <laughs> in so late?. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> And I'll, I'll tell you what, as seen as we're all thinking now, Arthur, and Frankincense, De Boer, he could have been one of our a right back, couldn't he?
0: That would have been good. That would have been good. We've got substitute options as well. Right. So the serious question now, where do we think this team would finish in the Premier League?
2: Above,
1: Above Chelsea. <laughs>
0: Bastards. That was a lot of fun, gentlemen. A lot of fun. What have we got coming up in a few days' time? Because this is coming out as our Christmas special. But you haven't got to wait long for what was this year, anyway, was one of our biggest episodes of the year. I know you've all been waiting for it. On the 1st of January, we're going to be coming out to you with the official, they think it's all over, Shirts of the Year. Same excitement we got for the year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but
1: I'm allowed to not be excited because i got to fucking count all the votes. <laughs> And there are literally hundreds as well, by the way. In all seriousness, though, it is looking really, really good. Yeah, last orders on that as well. I think really
4: do get in with your answers if you want to contribute. And then you can't complain if you don't contribute that your suggestions or thoughts haven't made it in. So do email us in at ttko at ttkao at...
1: It's it, just for anyone who says it's hello at com. <laughs> <laughs> cheers tom and also just to <laughs> add to that anybody still uh putting theirs together please 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 just send five shirts in uh, i mean if you want to tell us why you have picked those five that's cool what, whatever you want to do we've had some lists where we've had three shirts picked as joint number one with four to follow on that's eight. That's is that eight guys? That's seven, isn't it? I don't know. My maths isn't very good. There, seven shirts. I'm glad you're doing that, the counting, yeah. Mike. <laughs> that's that's a top <laughs> seven. That's not a top five. That's impossible for me to do. So please, 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 just make sure it is five shirts ranked one to five. Otherwise, if I can email people back to say I can't count this, I will. But there's a lot of emails for me to go through and start getting lost in going back to people with dodgy votes. I already regret the five I submitted. Too late, counted them. Are we still actually? Is anybody else, Is anybody here not put their five in yet? Mine are in. I've done mine. Oh, just me then.
0: <laughs> but I'm really, really looking forward to recording that one and coming out to you all on the first of January. About, is that is going to be a really exciting show. I can tell already. I can feel the energy in the in the virtual room here between you all.
3: I love the surprises. That's why I look forward to it. I feel sorry for Mike because he has to do it because I. I genuinely love the anticipation of what fucking bullshit is going to pop into the top 20 (laughs) because there's always a couple.
1: (laughs) Glad to see you're as open-minded as always, Scott.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Any other announcements we need to cover off at all? Uh, Yeah, Scott's pregnant. (laughs) Hey, congratulations. Immaculate conception, was it?
3: Yeah, and it's not English, so it won't be a cunt. (laughs)
0: It is Christmas, Scott, so are you going to give us a little present or not? Oh, what what you want to do? (laughs) I want you you to say goodbye to our listeners, wish them all a Merry Christmas, and say they think it's all over, it is now.
3: Well, I can do half of that.
0: Okay, do the second
3: half. Okay, I can do half of that, and it's the first half. I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas, and we will uh, see you in the new year. Keep listening.
1: That's the first time he's ever done a sentence about calling everybody cunts. It still sounded like a threat
3: as well.
2: It it did, actually. (laughs) (laughs) It really
0: did. Right. They think it's all over. It is now. It is now. now.
3: I wasn't that cute. (laughs) (laughs)